Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back. I'm very excited. As I said in my first half hour, today's kind of a milestone for me in a few ways. One is it's my beautiful daughter's birthday, so that's always exciting, July 2nd. And the other one that's really important is that I've been on Voice America. I'm in my 15th year, but I've also had another radio show on a broadcast network in Providence, Rhode Island on WPRO, part of Cumulus Broadcasting. And I am now merging that show with this, so I'm no longer on that network, but now I have everything on Voice America. So this is the debut of my exclusivity on voiceamerica.com and with, you know, with wonderful programs. And to let my listeners know from Rhode Island that they certainly can tune in at the same time they were listening to the other show. It's a different show, but again, it's on Saturdays at three. That's the rebroadcast on the Health and Wellness Channel. And you always can listen on Mondays live, which I've been on for a long time, 15 years, live, 2 p.m., Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and this is on the Variety Channel. And we take callers, so you can call in at 866-472-5788. And we, always, and we take callers during the live show. This is a very important topic, and I'm really thrilled to have this guest because I think it's one we all struggle with, with and I don't care how evolved we are and <laughs> how many prayers we do, this is the human condition. The name of the book is The Gifts of, of Acceptance, Embracing People and things as they are. My guest is Daniel A. Miller. He is the author of the best-selling book, Losing Control, Finding Serenity. And he's a Forward Reviews Book of the Year Award finalist. He was always driven to succeed. He graduated from UCLA with honors in business administration and finished up in the 5% of his class at law school. But through that, he's learned effective tools and strategies for letting go, and accepting what is. And he will discuss his book, Gifts of Acceptance, Embracing People and Things as They Are, and how to navigate life's ups and downs more easily, which he's been through in his own career and has, uh, has found how the gifts of acceptance have helped him and thousands of other people as well. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you, Patricia. It's nice to be here. Yeah, re- really appreciate you being on the program today. How does your book embracing people and things as they are. How does that help us, Daniel? Well, it's not the book I hope helps, but the idea of accepting people and things as they are helps us because when we accept people as they are, and, and it's particularly those closest to us, could be our children or our mates, it, it forges a stronger bond. It's, I, li- I like to use the example if you have two magnets and, and on one end is the control end and the other end is the acceptance end. When you put the two control ends together, it, it forces it away where as the two acceptance ends, it bonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and a lot of that has to do with what I mean by acceptance, what I call true acceptance. Because most people I talk to don't really understand it in the way that Lisa that I write about it in the way that's that's effective is is when we are accepting something or someone that doesn't mean that we are excusing or condoning acts of theirs that we Mm -hmm. dislike or the situation that's maybe very challenging what it really means is we are 
looking and recognizing the underlying reality of the situation and knowing that most of the times we really can't change people. And it is an even-keeled, sort of more of a detached type of acceptance where we work through our angers and resentments that we might have and our fears. When we can reach that type of acceptance, whether it's the person we don't like, or that's why I have a chapter in the book about accepting our foes, Hmm. when we reach that type of acceptance, we can then shift the focus to ourselves and what our best choices are for Hmm. ourselves. That's why I like to say, with acceptance comes choice, and oftentimes very good choice. Yeah, let me ask you this. I want to throw this out because this is something I've been through and many people have. So many of us have faced loss of a partner, whether it's through divorce or death, uh, illness people have faced, financial issues, um, you know, struggle just with your own direction. And for many people who go through this, and I'm included in, in one of those areas, it's very painful and it's not fun and it's something you don't like and you don't want and it can bring up shame and fear and disconnection. How do you get to accept that, Daniel, when, you, when you're feeling, I'm scared or I'm really ashamed, I don't want people to know? Talk about that. Yeah, that is a, first of all, it's, it's a very difficult challenge. And the acceptance process sometimes you know, takes some time. Like mm-hmm. I've had people ask me, well, what if it's unacceptable, the situation? You know? Yeah. And oftentimes, at first, it is, and, if, and if, that, if that's the case, it is. But what I try to encourage people is to try on incremental steps toward working toward acceptance. So, which in the situation you're talking about, gr- grieving is such an essential part of it, you know, mm-hmm. that we do have to work through our grief. We have to accept our limitations or, or the limitations or limits that have been imposed upon us. And that's also is, is, is very challenging. I, I have stories of people in the book that have been able to do that. You know, one in the first chapter, a, a friend, Greg, that was in a terrible motorcycle accident, uh, in a coma. He's still not really walking without a cane uh, after five years. He, and, uh, so many injuries. But when you see him, he's so serene. Mm-hmm. He has a grace to him. And, you know, I've interviewed him, I've become good friends with him, and when you talk to him, one of the things he'll tell you, he says, I have to live in acceptance every day, or I'm not going to be able to get through it. Mm -hmm. So he has this positivity, and one of the things, whether we're, I have a chapter on aging, because I'm getting older too, (laughs) and is once we are able to, you know, accept our limits realize that we can't do all the things that we used to do, again, mm-hmm. when we get to that type of step, we can then start to look at, well, what can we do with our lives? Yes, yeah. And there's a lot of things that we can still do with our yeah. lives. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I, I feel finding purpose in my life through my writings and through my speakings and through shows like this. That's really important to me. I, I'm going to be 75 years old in September. Mm-hmm. And... I'm enjoying my life better now uh, than I ever have. I have more serenity in my life than I've ever had. So it is a challenge, and I make no bones about that. But that doesn't mean that we can't take some positive steps towards Mm -hmm. acceptance. What do we do if we accept someone's views that we disagree with? Does that mean that we are condoning that person's behavior? 
No. It, it, as I said before, acceptance doesn't mean we're excusing, condoning, or justified in any way. What it means, we are accepting that this is the way this person is, whatever the feature or characteristic we don't like about that person, mm-hmm. that we see, okay, that's the way he or she is. And I'm not going to be able to change that. If I, if I devote myself toward trying to change this person to be the way I want him to or to get rid of this part of him that I don't like, all that's going to get me is entanglement with him, and it's going to create anger and resentment. So what we have to do, yes, you can have, hopefully have a civil discussion. That's really important. But we may have to detach from that person. We may have to change our interactions with that person. And I, I've learned that with some friends in my life. There are certain areas I don't go to with them. But yes. what I try to recognize, yeah. is there any good or what is the good that they bring to my life? When, mm-hmm. when I can look at that, I can see that some of the friends, uh, I just maybe don't uh, engage mm-hmm. as often, but there are parts yeah. to them that I enjoy and I can, we can have that participation. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, And I I say these things before getting to the point where you say, well, you know what, I'm going to terminate the relationship. You know, it's just too unhealthy. And sometimes you have to do that. But at least do it after you've tried acceptance. Right. What's interesting I have found is I have some relatives that are very different thinking from me, extremely black and white, extremely very one-sided, extremely dogmatic, and I absolutely don't agree. But I'm fascinated when I listen to the way they think. I mean, it's, it's, it works for them. I mean, it really works beautifully for them. They have created whatever it is, and, and it, it just is fascinating to me. Now, I, I, it's not how I live, or it's not what I believe, but you, as you said, I don't accept it, but I, it's interesting to be able to understand it. And well, at but, least, but, yeah, go Patricia, ahead. if there are more people like you in the world, it would be a better world. I mean, and I Thank mean you. that. Because what, what you're saying, and what, what I concur with, is you're looking at with, with, with humility. You yeah. know, acceptance requires a lot of humility. And by that, I mean, it's, it's what works for me may not work for the other person. What I feel is right for me may not be right for the other person. And what views I have may not be the views of the other person. But if I can listen, as it sounds like you're, you're listening, if right. you can identify their own self-interest, right. you know, it may be different from ours, then the engagement can at least be civil. Yes, right? that's true. And yes. if we could move that into the political realm, how, how oh, great would that that's be? That's a whole other world. That's a whole other, yeah, a whole other interview. That's the most challenging of all. I know that, but it starts with a civil discourse. And also, uh, we have to uh, be aware of our fears. You know, a lot of times our fears pop up that, that if this is the way it's going to be, ooh, something bad's really going to happen to me. Well, possibly. Well, I, I wanna- yeah, and I want to say something. I was going to ask you this question, but I think you answered it. You know, okay. does a life of acceptance lead to a life of complacency? And actually, it doesn't, because when you accept, you're not complacent. It means, no, if anything, it, 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 it's more of an active. active life. Active, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. not being complacent. You're not being a doormat, but you are making other choices, choices that are better for you, and that could be very active type of engagements, whatever they might be. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not a, it's right. not surrendering. It's not, and I want to. This is an important point. You're not giving up your principles and values when you're accepting what is. What you are doing is you're dealing with reality. I, I heard a, a definition I have in the book of acceptance is is the truth of things as they are without the makeup. 
Interesting. All right. Interesting. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more to Daniel about how do you accept a friend or a lover's betrayal? And he has self-described himself as as a former compulsive controller. I'm sure many people can relate to that. What does that mean? And what happens when you give up all that control or try to control? And basically, a more a little bit more about love, about accepting our partner. So we'll talk more about that with our guest coming up, Daniel A. Miller. His book is Gift of Acceptance, Embracing People and Things as They Are. Very excited to have him on the program. Remember, this program is rebroadcast on Saturdays at 3 on the Health and Wellness Channel. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms, and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, The Trauma and Beauty of Being Human, with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests are people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. 
And remember, today is the debut of me being exclusively on voiceamerica.com. I'm in my 15th year, but I am no longer on WPRO in Providence, Rhode Island, and we are merging the show. So now the show is exclusively here. And I've changed the name slightly. I kind of went back to my first title, which is the Patricia Raskin Show, but now it's the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, which it has been at one time, and now we're bringing it back. And the show is also rebroadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. for my pro listeners, and that's on the Health and Wellness Channel. There's also an app. You can listen on the show on demand, and that app is Voice America Talk Radio. So, And it's also on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can subscribe to the show as well. And everything is archived on my page on their site. Just go to voiceamerica.com and put in Patricia Raskin. So we are talking to Daniel Miller, who's the author of the book Gifts of Acceptance, Embracing People and Things as They Are. Daniel Miller is the author of the best-selling book, Losing Control, Finding Serenity. And he's a Forward Reviews Book of the Year Award finalist. He was driven to succeed from the beginning of his life. And we're going to talk about some of his personal things and really how we can, uh, we can really work with the gifts of acceptance in our life. Welcome back, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's first ask you the question I said before the break. How do we accept a friend or a lover's betrayal? How do you accept that when, uh, you know, you've seen it in front of your face or you know about it firsthand? I mean, how do you accept that? Well, first of all, it's very, very difficult. I really understand that and know that. But what, what I mean by accepting that, is, again, is accepting this is the way this person is and then trying to deal with my anger and resentment over that. And that may take some time and, and maybe need some help to process that. But think about it this way. Let's say you have children in your life and this happens, all right? The best way I feel you can do that is to process this anger and resentment, which is very natural, and it will be there, right? But if you can get to where you can at least minimize that and, and see the person for what they are, you can then deal in a more practical manner with, in this case, it might be a dissolution or it, it may be a, a coming back together again on some basis. And oftentimes, and this is a difficult question to ask yourself, but I really encourage people to ask it in this type of situation or others, is did I have some role in what happened? Did I play some part in what happened? I think that's really important. It's a difficult question to face up to, but... Oftentimes, I've found in my life, not in a betrayal situation, but in many situations, is that no matter how innocent I thought I was or how un- not responsible I was, there was always some little thing that I did contribute. And when I can identify that, it really helps. So, but, you know, coming back to your question, you know, and I say this to people, if something's unacceptable to you, it's unacceptable. Right. Um, I had a, a, a blog visitor that wrote in, and she was separated from her husband, only to find out a couple years later, uh, this is in Australia, that he married her oldest daughter in some other part of Australia. Mm. You can Mm. imagine that type of betrayal. And she shared her story of of the pain and all the, the depression, but ultimately... She managed to, to heal the, the wound and to come to recognition that she wanted to see her grandchildren. She wanted to be with her grandchildren. She wanted to have connection. So she, was, she did manage, her, manage to come to some acceptance after working through it, of course. 
So that's why I, I, I say, okay, it may not be acceptable at the beginning, right? but I really encourage people to work on it, and it's incremental steps really help. Well, and also, too, Danny, if you don't, you know, if you carry that grudge forever, it'll do something to your, your, your future. It will impact your future relationships because you're carrying all that anger. Oh, no, no question about it. Like with, with parenting, I have a chapter, you know, accepting our parents. Is, so many people have had, you know, terrible relationships with their parents and, and whatnot. And the, 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 the important thing is, is if you're not able to accept in some way, and that can be, of course, forgiveness as well included in that, you're bound to it. And that's, I think, what you're saying. You're not free from that. It's always with you. Sure. So in many ways, you ask me about the gifts of acceptance. With acceptance comes freedom. Mm-hmm. It comes freedom of leaving yes. these dark yes. parts of our lives yes. and, yeah. and seeing the light and awareness. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let me ask you a couple more questions. We've got a few minutes left. Sure. Um, uh, I want to ask you about yourself, but I want to go to this one about... You know, is it easier to find love or stay in love if you just accept your partner for who he or she is rather than wishing them to be somebody else? The answer is very definitely yes. The the more we try to change our partner or, as you say, wish them to be something else, you know, we're not accepting them. And Mm. in matters of the heart, who wants not to be accepted? I know I don't. In other words, to be seen. That's why I say right. the gifts of acceptance are reciprocal. We're giving, right. when we give acceptance to someone else, it's making them feel better. And that's why acceptance in, in a love relationship it could be with our children, it fosters closer bonds. Yes, it does. Um, yes, I've seen that. Let me ask you quickly. We've got about three minutes left, and I want sure. to make sure I get to this. You were described as a former compulsive controller. How has your life changed since you've learned to let go and accept situations and people as they are? My life is much less stress and anxiety, very, very little. I trust Life more on life's terms. I, in other words, I'm able try, rather than try to figure everything out, as controllers try to do. All that mental energy went that went into you know controlling, manipulating, persuading, you know all those types of things. That, that mental energy is I'm not devoting to that now. So I have more more lightness. Uh, that's why the title of my first book was you know losing control, finding serenity. I have more serenity in my life by far than I did 20, 30 years ago, you know. And it was really from letting go. You know, we can't control life. You know, I I like to use the example, when we try to control life, it's like grabbing on to a rapidly moving conveyor belt. You either get burned or dragged along. And so when 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 you accept life on life's terms, that doesn't happen. So that doesn't and mean that's we're also not accepting we're not yourself, right? That Pardon? also part of that means you're accepting yourself. When you accept life, right, you're accepting yeah. yourself. I have to accept that I have some character flaws and defects. Uh, you know, I, I can work on improving them, but I accept that I, that I'm not perfect. You know, and that's why I do have a couple of chapters on self acceptance. is is obviously a very important subject and a very challenging one. All right, let's let people know how they can get your book. Sure, thank you. The book can be uh, purchased through you know, Amazon, uh, Apple iTunes, uh, BarnesandNoble.com, 
I have on this book. I have an audio book through Audible.com that I'm very pleased with the way it turned out. He's really a great narrator, and so I have either the print book or the uh, the, the e-book or the audio book. Uh, Patricia, I also have my website, uh, DanielAMiller.com. I have 70 articles on the control and dynamic uh, acceptance dynamics. So I, I encourage you know your your listeners if they want to read a little bit more, just to go there as well. All right, thank you so much for being on the program, Daniel. It was wonderful. Thank really. you. And positive living is living in acceptance, Patricia. And mm-hmm. I love the title of your show. Thank you so much. Stay on the line for a minute. Thank you. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show, the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Uh, Tune in on Saturdays to the rebroadcast at 3 p.m. on the Health and Wellness Channel. Use the app, the Voice America Talk Radio app. So put it, just keep it on your phone. You can listen anytime, anywhere. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. I love you all. Check out my website, patriciaraskin.com, and write to me, patricia at patriciaraskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. Until next time, have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.